This coming Shabbos is the International Shabbos Project. And even if you're not listening to this Tachlis talk this week, you could be listening weeks or months or years down the road, I bet there's a Shabbos just a few days ahead of you. So as we will, of course, still touch base with the Parsha, hopefully the message will be of particular benefit as we also highlight a Shabbos component. This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, Parsha-related Torah podcasts. Our Parsha Vayera includes within it what many consider the ultimate test of our forefather Avraham, and as such, one of the ultimate tests ever given to anyone. The test referred to as the Nisayon, the test of the Akedas Yitzchak, the binding of Isaac. And even on a basic simple level, the capacity to kill his own son and the capacity to see everything that he had all of his dreams associated with disappear before his eyes, and the capacity to forfeit what had ultimately been a very altruistic mission of hoping to bring the message of God to mankind and have that continue through his son to the future, all dissipating and dissolving. And let's add another component. Avram is going to come down from that mountain after having spent years preaching to people to abandon their paganism and to connect with the one caring, loving God and Avraham. That's your God? That's the God you're asking us to connect with? He's basically giving up on everything that he has ever put his focus on, his child, his destiny, his mission to mankind, disappearing. But if that's what God's telling me to do it, that's what I do. But note, this test is called a Nisayon. If you ever took a test in Israel, administered a test in Israel, ask a student in the Israeli school system, if they take tests, they'll say, for sure, we always have different Bechinot. We have a Bechina, Bechinot. They'll use the word for test, Bechina, not the word Nisayon. You ask them, does their teacher ever give them out a nisayon? They may look at you rather quizzically. What are you talking about? That's not the word for a test. Nisayon is the Torah's word, though, for this test, built on the word nis. The Hebrew word nis, generally translated as a miracle, but if you look in the Torah itself, never once used that way. When the Torah uses the word nis, it means a pole upon which you place a banner or a pole upon which Moshe is to place a snake in that story later on in the Torah, something that is meant to draw your attention upward. Now, if you think about it, what's a miracle? A miracle is a vehicle by which God is reminding us, hey, I'm up here, I'm in control, calling the shots. And the nace, the more vivid miracles, remind us that our life is full of enormous amount of miracle of God manipulating things to work out as they do. And the nace is the vehicle, the tool that draws our attention upward. Nisayon, then, is the system by which God pulls Avraham upward, where all those who over history are being tested with the trials and tribulations, which are ultimately not there just to badger the the victim or to have God figure out what does this guy know, what's he made out of? No. To help lift us, to have us recognize what we're made out of, to us, have us recognize our potential, to activate that potential and make it vivid. That's Nisayon. 
And the test is that which pulls Avraham up to great heights, which itself is a reminder that for us to be elevated, we often need the interruption, that different thing that's placed in our way that we have to overcome and step up and move up and grow. The challenges that we face are the tools by which we elevate ourselves. And just as I can't expect my breakfast, lunch, or dinner to get into my body without me taking some effort, (laughs) at least pick up the fork, put it in my mouth, we've got to do some effort to nurture our physical selves. We also have to do some effort to nurture our emotional selves, our intellectual selves, our spiritual selves. And if we're not going to do any effort, it's just not going to happen. That message that often we have to have the different triggers that pull ourselves upwards, outside of the test that God, quote-unquote, imposes from the outside, we can activate our upward mobility by finding those little areas and testing ourselves and saying, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to do more than I was doing before. I'm going to expand my horizons. And since this week is that Shabbos project, my focus right now will be on doing that regarding Shabbos. Big mistake out there when it comes to any type of practice that it's all or nothing. If I can't do it all, I'm doing nothing. How many times have people said, you know what? The doctor told me I need to modify my diet and add the exercise and cut down on this other product and start taking this. And I I just can't do too many steps, too much, and therefore failure to do any subpart, which is so tragic. Each piece could have been a benefit. Obviously, the full package all the more so. But each piece should be done in its own right and with its own value. Well, so too when it comes to the mitzvahs of the Torah in general, it's not an all or nothing. And it's worth taking a step, even if I can't see myself doing all the steps, because each step is of infinite value. Now, we should comment when deciding a step to take, it should be an intelligent step. In our Tachos system, try to remember to toss the, uh, the acronym into our show notes, but we have the T of Tachos, it should be a timely step. For it to be a meaningful change, it should be a timely change. Just as when it comes to diet, if the change I make to my diet is something that is a very rare food that I eat and I'm not going to be exposed to it until months down the road, I imagine I just came back from the doctor who's told you to cut out the, the fat and the sugar, and I say, that's it. I have decided that next Rosh Hashanah, I'm skipping the honey cake. Now, if your appointment was on the eve of Rosh Hashanah, there's what to talk about. But if it was months before, and you're talking about making a change once a year, pretty irrelevant, pretty inconsequential to the dietary change you need to make. Well, so too when it comes to taking on steps towards spiritual elevation. It behooves us to take steps that are going to be timely, they're going to be relatively soon, we're going to face this issue soon and often. There's a bracha that is actually recited only once in 28 years. Yes, really. <laughs> Excuse me, is the bracha that is recited when the sun is back in position as it was at the time of creation. That bracha, if that's going to be my goal, I'm going to work on spiritual excellence. I'm going to be making that bracha my thing. I'm going to get it down pat, know the laws, know the timing, know the context, know the meaning. 
all great. But if that's it, that's a pretty untimely. You haven't fulfilled the T of the Tachlis. Rather, look for something that you're going to be encountering fairly soon and fairly often. It's meaningful in your life when it comes to Shabbos. And everybody's at a different place as far as what their current level of fulfillment, level of observance, level of understanding. But let's use as the following example. Let's say, okay, I've made a decision. I'm going to be more conscious. I know there's an idea that on Shabbos I'm supposed to be uninvolved in productive, masterful uh, alteration of the world. All week long, I've been the mini-God. God gave me the talent, the resources, the capacity to, to build, to modify, to develop. One day of the week, I want to step back and say, hey, I'm acknowledging you're really the source. And I learned that on Shabbos, that's not the day to be doing bricklaying. And I'm going to, from here on in, desist from bricklaying. Well, if you're a bricklayer, that's potentially a big deal. But I don't think I've ever laid a brick in my life. Certainly not securing it properly with cement, and if I tried, it probably would not come out looking all that even or that good. If that's going to be what I desist from, pretty meaningless and irrelevant. But if I'm looking at this topic and I say, oh, construction, well, there are a lot of those little odds and ends jobs that I tend to do around my home on a Saturday afternoon. You know, it's hanging those pictures my wife has been nudging me about for months, changing that shower head putting up the towel bar, you know, if, if you're the handy guy or, or handy woman out there and you find yourself puttering and puttering and doing those little touch-up productive advancements on your homes, uh, walls, floors, whatever would fall into the realm of minor construction, oh, that's something that kind of is within the purview, something that would be relevant to me, desisting from that could be meaningful. You're not so handy, you never pick up a screwdriver or a wrench, that's not going to be the step to take. On the other side of the equation, we have the you know, avoidance. We're trying to avoid those things that are contraindicated on Shabbos and picking something that I might be facing soon and relatively often. On the other side, adding to my Shabbos, enhancing my Shabbos. Oh, I read a story about a righteous woman lived in the past century, early part of the last century, when Shabbos would not speak a word that was not Torah or prayer. To make sure that she did this, she actually would limit her speech to Hebrew, which made it more difficult for her to just schmooze. It was not the language she was most comfortable in. Okay, she could quote verses in Hebrew, quote prayers in Hebrew. So imagine, heretofore, my Shabbos discussions have been about sports, business, politics, everything other than Torah and prayer, and I go that route, well there, it may be timely, but I have another problem. Within our Tachlis steps, the H of Tachlis, it has to be healthy. It has to be something that works for me that is not going to be exceedingly contrary to other elements of my current mode of conduct and existence. Meaning, if I'm going to take on something that is going to have me feel so stifled so stressed, so anxious, and turn off all of my friends and my peers and my relatives. This isn't even an absolute obligation. I'm going for a stringency that is technically um, appropriate for the right person, but for me, going overboard and going to cause all types of disasters and have me probably end up backing off, dropping my commitment, breaking my word, that's not the best step. But 
How about a piece of that? How about I'm going to see to it that each Shabbos I spend some time involved in Torah study. Long Friday nights, I'll investigate, get hold of uh, some commentaries on Torah, pick a commentary I've never had the opportunity to study before, purchase a book, not the Kindle, and sit down with that text every Friday night. Or, how about I'll challenge my family that, okay, whoever manages to come up with a Torah thought for the Shabbos table, and doesn't matter where you came across the thought, how about Rabbi Price's Talkless Talks podcast, but come up with a Torah thought for the Shabbos table, and you get a double dose of dessert. I don't know, whatever you want to use as the, as the bait and the treat. That's a step, timely, healthy, and reasonable that you can actually put that into place and keep it going. So we've got to be smart in terms of the steps that we aim toward. And everybody, wherever you're at, there is something you could be moving it up a notch, adding a little more Torah study, add a little more focus on, on the meaning of Shabbos, add a little more study about the laws of Shabbos so that we can be a little more cautious. It's hard to fulfill. We don't know. So, Nisayon, that notion of lifting ourselves up, moving up a notch, challenging ourselves, actualizing our potential, and Shabbos, again, this applies to all aspects of our, our, of our experience, but using Shabbos as the example, and this particular Shabbos as a starting point. Pick something here and now, within the next five minutes after having finished this podcast, make sure that you have chosen something that will be pertinent in your personal life experience, reasonably safe that you can accomplish it and then start building from there. The A of Tachlis, by the way, we're not going to go through all of them here today, but the A of Tachlis is accountable. The more we make ourselves accountable, the more likely we will end up accomplishing those challenges and, and, and meeting the goals. Accountability can be a little personal chart, but it's much more effective if there's somebody else to whom you're accountable. You mentioned to your spouse, your friend, your peer, your parent, your child, that this is something you are taking on. Well, you're going to feel a little bit foolish if you fail at it or if you skimp at it. So that accountability makes it a little more likely. <laughs> Email me. Tell me about it. And I'll be happy to nudge you and see how it's going. And please do. And, and really, I'll, I'll follow through a few weeks down the road to see if you're sticking with the program. But that accountability makes it all the more likely that that nisayon, that that challenge, will be met. Because otherwise, we'll think about it, kind of fluffy idea towards next week, and then potentially totally forget about it by the time it's Shabbos. But let's do at least those little pieces. Something in terms of one behavior that I don't have to be doing on Shabbos, I otherwise might be doing on Shabbos. It doesn't fit the theme of Shabbos. And I'm going to desist from that. And maybe another upgrade in terms of some element of making it more meaningful. Some extra moments of Torah study. Some extra moments of focus on the laws of Shabbos. Some extra moments on reading a prayer a little more slowly. Something in that direction. Tell somebody about it. Share this podcast with them and say, hey, this is exactly why. And you do the same, by the way. Uh, check out Partners. Uh, .org, our, our local website. We've got an upgrade Shabbat challenge on there. Lots of different things you can choose from. And if you're local to Cincinnati, you can actually get prizes for having done so. It can end up in a raffle. But just pick on there. There's a dozens of ideas of ways in which you can enhance Shabbat, enhance that Shabbos for yourself, 
for your family, ultimately for God. And in so doing, we are definitely likely to be the type of people who will be that much more capable of achieving our tachlis.